In this episode, I want to talk to you about how to make $1,000 per hour, if not even more, thousands of dollars an hour. Now, when people hear this, they're very impressed by the idea. They think, how is that even possible? It's absolutely absurd to them. But it is extremely possible. And at the same time, I'm actually going to give you a, a nuanced perspective on this in that I don't actually think valuing your time for as much as possible in other words, AKA getting your hourly rate as high as possible is not actually the path to success. Now, before I dive into it and the seven steps that I have laid out in this video that basically are like how I reverse engineered how I got there, really quick announcement or more of a question for you. Would you be interested in a course, in a solopreneur course for all things online business that I would create for you. I wanna gauge your interest on this. If you're interested in a course with me putting everything I've ever known or done about business into a program, into a masterclass, let me know, get in touch. Leave a comment on this video. Send me a message on my super phone, on my phone number, um, or slide into my DMs on Instagram or send me an email. You can get in touch, you'll figure it out. All right, here's the deal. Just a few years ago, I started at more like, I don't know, four or five years ago, I was valuing my time at $50 an hour. In fact, I talked about how I got started as a freelancer and consultant on Upwork.com in a different episode that you can check out that's on the podcast. I think it was episode number, well, I go into this on episode number five for sure, where I break down the five top online businesses. But when I got started on Upwork, I was at $50 an hour doing marketing and copywriting, specifically copywriting. And at that time, I was like, man, it's not a ton of money, but it's pretty good. And I did it because my friend convinced me that the path to getting into the freelancing and consulting world was, you know, start at like 50 bucks an hour, get some results and go up from there. Now, I eventually on that platform worked my way up to $300 an hour. And this was years ago, keep in mind. But that was amazing. I was trading my time for money, but I was making $300 an hour. And again, a lot of people think that's awesome and impressive, but I'm going to break down why that isn't exactly the path you want to go down. Now, today I value my time. If I had to put a price on it, if you were to try to hire me at $3,000 an hour, $3,000 an hour. And most recently, I've had clients paying me at $1,000 an hour. Most recently, there was someone on Instagram, a follower messaged me. I could even like do a little proof thing if I wanted to, but I don't need to. And uh, we got on Zoom. We did an hour chat. I charged him a thousand bucks. Same thing on clarity.com, thousand bucks an hour. But now today, $3,000 an hour, eventually it'll be $5,000 an hour. And eventually it'll be that you just can't. Now here's why and here's my thinking around this, but I'm still gonna give you the seven steps on how to get to $1,000 an hour, but I can't give you that if I don't explain the true path to wealth to you. Look, here's the deal. When you trade your time for dollars, you have a very limited ceiling of wealth that you can achieve. You only have certain amount of hours in the day and there's only one of you. The best case scenario is to get to a point where you charge $1,000 an hour. And if you extrapolate that by, let's just say you were actually putting in 40 hours, 50 hours a week of time, you're gonna be in a very good place. You're gonna be like, Armand, that's a lot of money. That's really good. Yes, but as you charge that money, your expenses go up, your lifestyle goes up, you're just gonna 
it's going to feel like a job. It's essentially still a job. You have to take the money you make and save a certain amount, put that away, and then figure out how to put that in investments to actually create wealth, to actually accumulate assets that give you passive income. Because otherwise, you are not going to become incredibly wealthy. The path to wealth is one I believe the person who explains this best is Naval Ravikant. Highly recommend, if you don't already know of Naval, follow his work, check out his Twitter. That's the best way to stay in touch with him. And uh, check out the book that's written on his thoughts, The Almanac of Naval Ravikant. Naval's path to wealth is very simple. We live in an age of leverage. The digital age is all about leverage. The way to actually get maximum leverage is not by exchanging your time for money And it's not the old way, which was labor, having people. So the next best way might be that you have an agency. You yourself maybe charge $1,000 an hour. And then you have this agency, this team around you. And that team basically is like cloning you and multiplying you. And maybe they charge $100 an hour, $50 an hour. And then they charge the client a certain amount of money. And then you take that margin. And you could build an amazing agency (laughs) but you're not ultimately going to make a tremendous amount of margin or you might make some good money through an agency model is if you actually build that agency to work without you and it has enterprise value. If you treat it like a company, the true path to wealth is equity, equity in businesses. Now, how can you do that? You can get a job where you can get some equity. Um, You can um, build a company yourself and own that company in full. And the way that Naval talks about, which I fully fundamentally agree with in terms of like, what is maximum leverage then if it's not your time and if it's not labor and if it's not capital, which is another path to wealth as well. If you have capital and you know how to properly allocate that and invest it. Well, last way is through code and media, building some sort of brand for yourself or developing a product or service that people love. Now, I'm talking to a very small portion of people who want to build massive amounts of wealth. The rest of you are probably like, I just want the path to $1,000 an hour. Okay, I'll give you that. But if you do really want to understand the different levels of leverage that a person can communi- can develop uh, and accumulate in life, go check this out. I'll link to it below as well because I think it would be highly valuable for you. The key you're going to want to do is eventually get to a point where you can get some level of equity, some stock options, some investments that eventually are going to give you back cash that you can then live on and have the amount of money that you live on, your burn rate, be less than the amount you receive on a monthly or yearly basis as passive income. Okay, capiche? Cool. So if you want to simply develop yourself to get to a point where you have the confidence and ability and deserve $1,000 an hour, here are the seven steps that I'm going to break down to get there. The first step is mindset. I know, mindset, easy one. It's actually the hardest one though. The mindset that a person needs to have is that not only from an identity perspective, which is step number two, they're worth it, but the mindset is how do I get there? How do I actually develop the sense of self, the sense of worth, the ability to know that every obstacle that comes in front of me is just a learning opportunity. Mindset is the foundation of everything in life. If you can develop a great growth mindset, you are going to be successful in life no matter what. 
because everything to you is a learning experience. Every obstacle, every stumbling block, every trial becomes, you know, every, every, you know, turning these trials and tribulations into triumphs, in other words. Step two, identity. Yes, your identity has to be one that actually believes and lives and breathes like someone who's worth that amount of money. That means you need to get around people that are wealthy. That needs, that means you need to have a good relationship with wealth and with money. That means you might need to break a lot of old patterns. <laughs> that identity needs to be one of, I deserve this. I'm worth this. My time is valuable. This identity one might be the most important, honestly, maybe even a little bit more important than the mindset, because if you don't know that you're worth it, if you don't walk and talk like you're worth it, you're never going to get it. You're never going to achieve that level. You're never going to be able to even look a client in the face and say, I'm worth a thousand dollars an hour. So identity is absolutely critical. The third step is skill acquisition. You want to go and acquire a skill that can actually demand that level of money. Now, back to my previous points about, about you know wealth accumulation, right? With wealth creation, if you know that we have two things that create maximum leverage in life, code, which is developing literally like being able to develop with code, and media, which is like podcasting, videos, uh, publishing, books, these are the two areas that you can really develop yourself. And so if you're going to develop a skill set, I think it needs to be something related to technology and something related to either helping people build or building something for yourself or media, publishing, books, podcasts, YouTube, all that kind of stuff. Now, if you can do both of those things, if you become really good at code and media, these are very broad things that we're talking about, right? If you can get good at both of those things, you are going to be superhuman. You are going to be able to charge thousands of dollars an hour. You are going to be worth thousands of dollars an hour, whether it's for yourself or if somebody is paying you for that service or for your time. And so ultimately, I really want to drive the point home that even with these seven steps, this whole idea of being worth a thousand dollars an hour, it doesn't have to be somebody paying you that money. You can develop yourself by following these seven steps to be worth that in general and then apply that to a company, a startup, um, or it could be toward your own thing. It could be the job you already have, but you just keep on developing yourself by following these seven steps. All right. So skill acquisition, you know, uh, coding, uh, design, video editing, YouTube expertise, um, building websites. I mean, pfft. Book publishing, it really could be anything, but you really want to get really good at that one thing and you want to go as deep into it as possible. You can get really good at a lot of things. That's okay too. You don't have to go super deep into everything, but get really good at one thing and know that it's probably only going to last a few years before it becomes obsolete. Be ready to move to the next thing always when it comes to skill acquisition. And to the best of your ability, follow what you're naturally interested in. Follow things that you're genuinely curious about because then it becomes like play. It becomes fun. It becomes effortless. And if you're doing something that society also says, yeah, that's really valuable. Thank you. Win fucking win. <laughs> All right. Step four is you're just going to need time. You need good experience. Experience and time are your best friend. This isn't something that's going to happen overnight, but it can happen in two to three years like it did for me. 
And by following these seven steps, you'll see that it can happen pretty quickly. The combination, the confluence of these seven steps can really elevate somebody to a point where they can charge a lot or be worth a lot um, in terms of their own time. And so time is what you need. You need some time. And so don't try to rush this and think that you can get there overnight. Give yourself a few years. Know that you need good experience. Look for opportunities that you know you're just going to learn a lot. That's where you're ultimately going to get to a point where you get the confidence, you get the ability, you get the skills, and it all starts stacking together. All right. Now, step number five, proof of results. So here's what this means. As you go down the path of mastery, as you do all this stuff and you develop your ability and you acquire new skills and you develop the mindset and the identity and you have the time, you really need to keep track of your results. What are the things that you've created for yourself? What are the projects that you've done? What are the ways in which you've added value to other people, to other organizations? Um, you know, develop and acquire case studies. That's ultimately the outcome here. What you want is a portfolio, a digital portfolio essentially, but one in which you can just point to like one or two or three really good, honest, authentic case studies. So for example, it would be like, uh, uh, you know, your name's Bob and Bob, you did this project for Intel. And when you were at Intel or when you were a consultant at Intel or freelancing for Intel, or maybe you had a job at Intel, you achieved this result of building this API connection between Intel and Sprint. And by doing that, you increased the customer retention rate by 25%. You capture that, you turn it into a PDF, you turn it into a video, whatever. You, you really just need to capture that and prove these results get the quotes, get the testimonials, get a video, get a, get a blurb. That's what's really going to, to create an incredible level of you know perceived value on the behalf of others when they're talking about you, when they're looking at you, when they're on your website. That's what they're going to be looking for is proof of results. Not just like, these are my skills. This is what I can do. That's just talk. Show me. We live in a day and age where people want to be, they want to see what you can do. Even today, when I'm hiring somebody for any of my companies, I don't need a resume. I want results. Show me what you've done. That's the best way to actually see the value of somebody. Second to last step. Step six is credibility and social proof. This is kind of related, but ultimately over time, you need to develop credibility and social proof. The best way that you can do this is by having integrity. Always keep your word always be honest, have integrity, over deliver with people. And it will become very you know, easy over time to just build positive credibility in the marketplace. People will speak positively, positively about you. And it'll be so easy to go to these former clients, these former employers, these former friends and say, Hey, can I get, you know, can I use your badge on my website? Can I get a quick quote from you? You know, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. And it becomes very easy if you have integrity, don't cut corners, don't be cheap, don't do it for the money, always you know, follow your curiosity, have integrity, and this will develop over time. And that's something I personally really pride myself on. You, know, you will get in situations where it doesn't go well. 
either you do something wrong or they have, you know, what often happens in client customer uh, relationships is there's a, a mismatch of expectations. And you might get yourself in a sticky situation where there's a mismatch of expectations and they expected something and you couldn't deliver or the communication was off. That's okay. Keep your integrity. Maybe it's like, hey, here's your money back or what can I do to fix this? Always go above and beyond even if you didn't do anything wrong to try to fix it, to have integrity. In the long run, if you play the long game, this will serve you so, so well. And last but not least, obviously, one of the things is your time. If you're busy and you have a scarcity of time, then you can charge more. So if you can only have room for one or two or three clients, then you can obviously charge more. That one's very simple, but it's something I'm actually not a fan of because it's one of the problems with this form of leverage of exchanging your time for money. Not a big fan, but if you do the rest of these steps and you accumulate them, you can find opportunities to develop true wealth by being worth thousands of dollars an hour, value yourself at a thousand dollars an hour, be unwilling to do things that aren't worth that level of time. And you'll get to a point where, no, I should outsource that because my time is worth a lot of money. And so if I put my time into something that's not worth a lot of money, well, then I'm getting into a situation where um, this is stupid. I'm wasting my time. I could be doing something over there. I could be creating, I could be building. Um, and, and, and it's worth a lot of money. And so you begin to have that conversation with yourself and you learn how to delegate to yourself, to others, the right things that you should be working on that you are curious about, that you are passionate about, that are skills that the world needs. And over time, you will get to that place. And I have a little bonus tip for you, especially if you are in the world of freelancing or consulting and you are you know, in a place where you're trading your time for money. And again, it's not a terrible thing. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing to be able to charge $500, $1,000 an hour. It's incredible. I remember the first time I said that to somebody, because I, I don't go around talking about this, and they were like, what? How? What do you mean? Like, that's, that's crazy, dude. How'd you do that? So if you want to continue down that path, that's totally fine. Here's a couple things you can do to increase that uh, value that you provide others even more. Very simple. Speed, excellent communication, and emotional intelligence. If you exhibit any level of speed with a client, there's gonna, they're, they're going to be blown away. People are so slow. It's just incredible what it means when you turn things around quickly. Under promise, over deliver. Meet every deadline, beat every deadline, and your clients will be so, so happy. Secondly, communication. Over communicate. Whatever it is that's going on, just over communicate. Be detailed, be clear. Most people suck at communication. You will stand out so quickly in the marketplace, which is now this creator economy, by just being fast and communicating properly. And finally, emotional intelligence, growth mindset, have integrity. Know, you know, how read the book Emotional Intelligence 2.0 or the original book Emotional Intelligence. I'll link to those as well. These are fantastic books. Most people have terrible emotional intelligence. And unlike cognitive intelligence and IQ, this is malleable. It can be developed. And the number one thing I tell people is like, if you really want to be successful, develop your emotional intelligence. People will admire you. People will love you for it. 
And you will get so much further in your life and your career and your relationships as a result of having emotional intelligence. So that is it. Those are the seven steps to making $1,000 an hour. And as a bonus, of course, I started out by including how to really go about getting and accumulating true wealth. Hope you enjoyed this episode. This was a fun one. I appreciate you. One love. Make sure to hit that like button below. Make sure to subscribe to the channel and follow the podcast. If you haven't already, a quick favor, it would be amazing. Leave a review for the podcast on Apple Podcasts as well. That helps a ton. And as always, if I can do anything for you, just hit me up. Peace. One love.